Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We're so glad you could join us on our final weekend of season number 29. Don't worry, we'll be on next weekend. We'll have someone sitting in for me. Right now, though, we got a lot of racing to talk about. Now let's send it to the star of our show. You know him, you love him, you can't live without him. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, thanks so much. Great to be with you and Kylan Talley on this Carb Day Friday from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Earlier today, all 33 cars for the 107th running of the Indianapolis 500 officially took the track, and nobody was quicker than Takuma Sato, posting a top speed of 227.855 MPH. The only other driver to go 227-plus, his teammate from Chip Ganassi Racing, Scott Dixon, at 227.285. In all, the fastest 10, Sato, Dixon, then Will Power, Alex Pillow, Kyle Kirkwood from Andretti Autosport. It was Augustine Canapino, sixth, the native of Argentina, from Hunkos Hollinger Racing. Canapino is going to start in one of the back rows, but was really good today. Colton Herta, Roman Grosjean, Joseph Newgarden, and Scott McLaughlin round out that fast 10 from today on Carb Day. It was a spectacular day, about 72 degrees, blue skies, a little bit breezy, just perfect for Carb Day at 16th in Georgetown. And as we approach Sunday... And the greatest spectacle in racing, this is your starting grid. A front row of pole sitter Alex Pillow, Renus VK, and Felix Rosenquist. Four, five, and six features Santino Ferrucci, Pato Award, and then Scott Dixon. In row three, it's Alexander Rossi, Takuma Sato, and Tony Kanan. Rounding out the fast 12, Marcus Erickson, Benjamin Peterson, and Will Power. Row five, it's Ed Carpenter, Scott McLaughlin, and Kyle Kirkwood. Connor Daly, Joseph Newgarden, and Ryan Hunter-Ray make up row six. Row seven features Roman Grosjean, Elio Castroneves in his drive for five, and Colton Herta. Simon Pagino, David Malukas, and Marco Andretti, 22-23-24. Devlin G. Francesco, 25th. Callum Eilat starts 26th, and then Canapino, 27th, as mentioned. The second-to-last row, R.C. Enerson, Catherine Legg, and Christian Lungard. Good to see Catherine Legg back out there after her crash with Stefan Wilson on Monday. Legg came out okay. Wilson, of course, fractured that vertebrae, had back surgery. So somebody needs to drive the number 24 dryer and Reinbold racing machine. Starting 33rd, Graham Rahal, who was bumped out of the race by Jack Harvey, who starts 32nd. His Rahal Letterman Lanigan racing teammate, but Rahal is now driving a Chevy instead of a Honda. Of course, that's with RLL. Stingray Rob is the 31st driver in the circuit. Can't wait for what's to come at 16th in Georgetown on Sunday. Everything begins with the Borg Warner Trophy march to the bricks at 8:45. Driver introductions are at 11:47. The national anthem at 12:24. Back home again in Indiana will be sung by the legendary Jim Cornelison. The Blackhawks anthem singer at 12:36. Roger Penske will deliver the command to start engines at 12:38. Green flag waves on Sunday at 12:45. Let's check in with some Major League Baseball today around the bigs. The White Sox hammered the Tigers 12-3. It was the Rays over the Dodgers 9-3. The Rangers blast the Orioles 12-2. Guardians get past the Cardinals 4-3. That game was in Cleveland. Games in action right now. It's the Phillies up on the Braves 6-4 in the ninth. 
as well. The Reds just went final, blanking the Cubs 9-0. Hunter Green was spectacular for Cincinnati today. Green earning his first win of the campaign. Minor League Baseball, the Indianapolis Indians, as you heard from Howard Kelman, defeat the Columbus Clippers 7-3, the Tribe 23-25. The Fort Wayne Tin Caps edge the Lansing Lugnuts in 10 innings. That game from the 2-6-0, it's a final 1-0. Fort Wayne still in last in the Midwest League East Division. And the South Bend Cubs, Sander Report, fall tonight to the Dayton Dragons at home. A final of 3-1. Connor Nolan, Cubs starting pitcher, was terrific in five innings. Did not give, a ru- give up a run, did not walk anybody. He struck out six. In the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals release wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. That's a head-scratcher. I'm Brendan Kick. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. The Indianapolis 500 comes up on Sunday. The man who will have the call for millions and millions of listeners around the globe, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network, the voice of the 500, Mark Jeans. Hello, Mark. Coach's day started with uh, two hours of practice and preparation for the 107th running of the Indianapolis 500, and it ended with uh, the production of a live stream, courtesy of the <laughs> IHSAA Champions <laughs> Network, as a, another group of outstanding graduates at Monrovia High School turned the tassel, and we were able to post that on the World Wide Web, as they say, and uh, give folks who weren't there an opportunity to watch their right, loved ones right. graduate tonight. So, yeah, that's, you, that's you been really, a pretty full you, day. Yeah, I would, I would think so. The cool thing for you, you and I have known each other for a long time, and we're friends, uh, is that you touch so many people in so many different ways just to, you know that story right there if you don't know mark james that's the kind of guy he is thank you i mean that six kids that turned the tassels tonight are going to communications programs in the fall <laughs> two of them in the Good. top 10 from our program i mean i, I just i was i was as proud as any parent tonight that's for dark sure I don't blame you. You ought to tell one or two of them to hurry up and, and get out uh, because there may be an opening for hosting a, a statewide tel- uh, radio show. <laughs> you just don't know. <laughs> well, I could uh, I could take them a couple of openings that might come up sooner rather than later, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell them all to be ready because a couple of guys you and I know, yikes, <laughs> hanging by a thread for heaven's sakes. All right, so I mentioned this to Brendan King uh, in the last segment, If and I'm not a betting man. But if I did, and I took uh, the Ganassi team against the field, I might have a good shot. That is not a precarious limb you're out on, for sure. And, uh, yeah, you know, I for, know yeah. a, lot of, a lot of the focus, and understandably so, is on Alex Pelot. And uh, understandably so, there's a lot of focus on Marcus Erickson, the defending race winner. Takuma Sato is the two-time champion. How am I doing so far? And, oh, by yeah, the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott, 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 it's Scott Nixon. And, you know, after the two-hour session today, uh, Nick Yeoman, who has gone with Alex Pillow consistently, uh, I I mentioned, for whatever the reason, I thought Pato Award would have a, a, a good shot of the 500 sure. this year. And I talked about that right. way back in Texas. But after today, uh, both Nick Yeoman and I, just just the way the month has gone, the, the couple of weeks has gone for Scott Nixon and I, uh, if he gets to victory lane tomorrow, I, I wouldn't be shocked because he just looks like he has a really, really, really good race car. 
You know what? I, I agree. I happen to love him. I think he, I like what he stands for, love how he handles himself. He's extremely talented. We all understand that. But he's been somewhat quiet, I suppose, if you will. He's just gone out there and done his job like he normally does. And I like that choice. What do you take from a, a day like today uh, in terms of carb day? Did people get out of it what they wanted to, what they needed to, as they get ready for Sunday? Well, I think the checklist for most of them included, you know, a couple of sets of tires. Uh, they might have had what they call scuffs that had some laps on them that they wanted to use uh, because, you know, you're 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 going to need all the Firestone Firehawks you could get your, your hands on for 500 miles. But I really think from what we saw from our pit reporters, what they were reporting to us up and down pit road, I mean, there's some real issues with uh, with tire wear and, and, and blistering really? with some of those tires. Yeah, and – and as you and I talked about, I think, last weekend, in fact, I think the challenge is going to be more than anything else is to make sure you don't burn them up too quick talking about those Firestone right. Firehawks. And if you can get your car, uh, if you can get that tire wear and minimize it, uh, get it to the point where you're minimizing it over the course of a fuel stint, by the time you get to the final 50 laps or so, you ought to be able to hit the button and go. But I, that's going to be easier said than done for sure. Mark Jeans joining us talking about the race. Uh, that's a good point because tire wear is something, you know, we, you, you know, we always have these situations in these races, um, something in the pits, some little piece of uh, machinery that didn't work, some something, and a lot of the favorites don't make it to victory lane because it just it happens. That's just the racing luck at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and this tire situation, ought to be, and I'm sure it is of great concern to everybody involved. You know, I heard an interview recently with Elio Castro Nevis, and uh, it, it was on your your flagship in Indianapolis, uh, uh, the fan with JMV, and he was talking to Elio, and he was asking Elio, he said, uh, it, was there a year in which you felt like that you had absolutely the best race car that you've ever had? And oddly enough, it wasn't one of the years in which he won. Uh, the, the first right. one that came to mind was, was 2003, when he uh, finished runner-up after winning it back-to-back. I mean, he came in with an eyelash of winning three in a row, and he said, I felt like I had the fastest car on the racetrack all month and all day. He said, but the pit strategy didn't fall our way, and my teammate Jill DeParin right. got the win, and I had to settle for second. So, you know, <laughs> that, that, that kind of reaffirms what you just said. Uh, it, right. Just because you have the fastest car doesn't mean hey, you're always going to win. Right. Hey, Mark. Yeah. Hey, Mark, can you hang on? We'll come back. Well, on Network Indiana's. Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Carb day from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway today. We'll get you back to Mark James and Coach Lovell in just a matter of moments. Three drivers turned around 89 laps. That led the day. Renus VK from Egg Carpenter Racing was one. David Malukas from Dell Coin Racing was another. The last was Joseph Newgarden from Team Penske. All of them with 89 laps apiece. Interestingly enough, we had David Malukas on our set this morning on 107.5 The Fan. He said Joseph Newgarden is his idol. And they turn the same exact amount of laps today at Carb Day. Joseph Newgarden was the fastest of those three, but nobody was quicker than Takuma Sato. 
a best speed of 227.855 MPH. It was his Chip Ganassi Racing teammate, Scott Dixon, following as the only other driver to go 227 plus, 227.285, and Will Power was the third fastest at 226. Point nine five three. Speaking of Dixon and Power, the two of them competed in the finals of the Pit Stop Challenge. That's always a lot of fun to watch. And it was Dixon and Power going to the eclipsed three total Pit Stop sessions as it was a best of three in the championship. Dixon won the first, Power won the second, then Dixon went on to win the decisive stop number three. Scott Dixon, by the way, is a four-time winner of that pit stop challenge, but most importantly on Sunday, he's going for his second Indianapolis 500 win. We'll see if he can do it. Sato and Dixon, your fastest on carb day from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I'm Brendan King. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Mark Jaynes, the voice of the Indianapolis 500, rejoins us. Uh, Mark, before I rudely interrupted you, you were talking to me about um, um, Castro Nevis and others getting prepared and things that have happened over the course of time in this race. It's a hard race to win. He understands it because of all the factors over which you as a driver don't necessarily have control. And the other part of it is, as we've talked about now, this is an extremely deep field, a very talented field coming up on Sunday. Yeah, parity is. Uh, I don't think it's 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 ever been uh, as uh, as present as it is in this day and age. I mean, um, you know, you could go to literally every row. I, I think there's gosh, there's there's uh, two rows. I think it's row three and row four or something like that, where there's like I don't know six, seven, eight, nine wins between those two rows. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I mean, the list goes on right. and on and on. And 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 you know, then then you've got you know, some outstanding young talent still looking for their first win. And so, um, you know, the, the conversation oftentimes turn to, turns to, well, what's wrong with so-and-so or why hasn't he been producing results? Well, you know what, in most years, um, he would be producing results. But uh, right, I, I keep right. going back to it again. Coach, last year we had a guy win a championship and win one race. So uh, that right. gives you an idea right. of the level of right. consistency it takes to be a champion in the series. And I think consistency is going to win out tomorrow as well. Or Sunday, I, I, I say. say it all, you know, you know, Mark, I say this all the time throughout football and basketball. It's hard to win. Okay, I mean, it's yeah, just look, right. everybody. The other guys are trying to win just as much as you are. They have similar uh, uh, equipment, uh, similar backgrounds. It's not like you're the only ones doing it. And so you magnify that now by all, all the technology and all the wisdom you have on all these race teams. I don't know how people win. I mean, that it's that competitive. Uh, and that's why these races, to this point in the NTT series, that's why you've had a great number of winners, uh, different Different teams, different drivers win races to this point in the series. Yeah, I mean that's that's a great point, and I mean you you look at two teams like Ganassi and Errol McLaren, 
uh, who are already stacked as it is with the three cars, you know, that they compete with regularly. And then, oh, by the way, uh, we're going to go to the month of May and you're Errol McLaren. So let's add Tony Kanaan. I think he knows his pathway around the Indianapolis Motor <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speedway. Right. And then if you're going right. oh, by the way, we're going to put Takuma Sato in that car, who's a two-time Indy 500 champion. So, yeah, I mean, that 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 is just uh, an unbelievable, unbelievable uh, field that, that is ready to take the green flag on Sunday. It's, it's as deep and as talented as any field as I remember in recent memory. I think you're right. And in, in my memory is that last year was a great race. The last few have been great races. You get post-pandemic and all of that. And um, I, I don't think there's any indication that we've seen to this point that would dissuade us from believing that it's going to be a fantastic day on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, you you talk about the uh, the, the drivers one through thirty three, and, and and I'm going to tell you something. Uh, for instance, Augustine Canapino. I mean, every person who competes in competitive racing in in Argentina, his native country, they're happy as heck he's here because they got tired of losing to him. And and, and at the <laughs> one through one through thirty three. Now you might have to go back to the road to Indy, the latter series for the NTT IndyCar series. But I don't think there's a driver in the field that has never been to victory lane at some level. I think every one of those drivers, 1 through 33, maybe not the NTT IndyCar Series, but they've won races at some level in their career. And I think that's uh, that's that's what it takes to come up with a formula that's going to make for a very compelling and very exciting race day. All right. You've had a long day. I appreciate you taking time to join me. I hope you're okay to join me tomorrow night for a brief interview, not a long time, because I know you need need a little bit of sleep. But you've you've done a great, great job today. Congrats to everybody at Monrovia. That must have been, you know, it's always you've gone through it as a parent, and uh, you've done that, uh, you know, many times in your capacity out there. Now it's a great night. It's a bittersweet night, though. But to congratulations to all the Bulldog alums now. Yeah, and uh, congratulations to our superintendent, Dr. Kirk Freeman, and, uh, and, and Mike Springer. You remember his dad, the legendary Bob oh, Springer, longtime sure. coach in Indianapolis, Washington. And, you know, they have guided us along with our board of trustees over the past few years through a pandemic and everything. This this, this senior class had to endure a lot over the last four years, as you know, Coach. And uh, they did it with grace. They did it with success. And uh, a lot of kids going on to achieve uh, some, some, some awesome things after leaving Monrovia High School tonight. Mark James, he's the best. Mark, thanks. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Coach. Thanks so much. Coming up, we're going to talk more race, more racing. It's getting closer and closer now. Uh, and it's hard not, I mean, like Mark says, the depth of talent, the depth of these teams. Um, you know, for years, people would talk about, uh, you know, maybe 10 or 12 drivers have a chance. And that number's kind of gone up um, dramatically, if you will. Um, but it's it's fun. And if you're going, have fun. I mean, the weather's going to be, I think, going to be great. should be a great day. Uh, enjoy it. I think, the, to me, the, the, one of the great things about the month of May is all the traditions that – that people have established over the years with their friends and families and how important the race is and all of that. You know, leaving the house at the same time, what they do the night before, breakfast before, where you park, where you sit. You just go through the list 
and and that's that's a whole part of it. That's that's what makes this such a uh, uh, a spectacle, as we like to say. And um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun race. If you're not able to go, make sure you tune in to Mark and his colleagues on the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network. They are, in fact, the best in the world. It's not even a fair fight, quite frankly. Uh, I know the NASCAR guys are good, but they don't have the audience uh, that you have. Just a reminder to everyone, it's the world's largest single-day sporting event. Okay? Largest single sporting event day in the entire world. So go through all of those events that you're familiar with. Uh, World Cup, World Series, Super Bowl, on and on and on. Nobody gets as many people involved as this does. And the the radio network, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway radio network, is in the millions because they're you know heard on the Armed Forces Network across the world. Uh, millions of people will be listening to the race on Sunday and Mark and his colleagues are unparalleled in what they do. They're, they're the best. So to me, that's why it's so much fun to hang by the pool, turn the radio on, and listen to guys I know and have known for a long time. And um, I'm jealous because they're really talented, and I just host the show. These guys have talent. I mean, that's that's the, the, the good thing about it. They're, they're, they're perfect at what they do, and so – um there's drama we're all excited about it we're going to have fun now coming up we're going to talk some college baseball the university of indianapolis having some great great success in postseason play nathaniel finch nathaniel are you there nathaniel finch join me are you with me sure am coach how's it going well, it's great now that you called me talking about the Hounds. All right, so they are one game away from uh, the World Series of Division Two baseball. Is that right? Yeah, pretty incredible stuff here. This, they entered the regional tournament as a seven seed last week, and they've just been tearing through these teams that, you know, on paper look a lot better than they do. But somehow, some way, these guys are getting wins, and I, I don't know if we can call them underdogs anymore. They're definitely the lower seed, and, you know, you don't, you don't expect a lot of them, but they're playing – they're playing their brains out right now. All right, I need you to hang on through the scoreboard update. You kind of you kind of know the drill, right? So you're okay to do drill. that, and we'll come back. We'll come back and talk about University of Indianapolis Greyhounds and uh, Division Two National Tournament. Nathaniel Finch and I will come back and do that. A reminder: later on tonight, we'll continue to talk about the race. We have plenty of race discussion to talk about. No question about that. As we get set, we'll come back, talk some baseball on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Again, Carb Day from the Speedway. Earlier this morning and into the afternoon, the two-hour practice was clean. There were a couple dustings with the wall, but nothing that kept a car damaged or anything along those lines. The quickest, again, was Takuma Sato and Scott Dixon, the only two cars to eclipse 227 miles an hour. 
And it's a row one taking us to the Yard of Bricks on Sunday in the 107th running of the Indianapolis 500 of Alex Pillow, Renus VK, and Felix Rosenquist. Nathaniel Finch is going to talk more about UND baseball. How about the Indiana State Sycamores? Indiana State is now 41-14 and there in the Missouri Valley Tournament, crushing Evansville today 10-1. The Sycamores go to the Missouri Valley Championship. That is tomorrow afternoon. Opponent still to be determined. The Arizona Cardinals to the NFL today released wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. His $30 million cap hit was about to kick in, so they let him go. Could the Indianapolis Colts be a player? For DeAndre Hopkins, ESPN reports the early teams that have interest, the Buffalo Bills, the Baltimore Ravens, and the New England Patriots. Minor League Baseball, the Indianapolis Indians over the Columbus Clippers on the road 7-3. It was the Fort Wayne Tin Caps outlasting the Lansing Lugnuts 1-0 in 10 innings. That game was scoreless going to extras, by the way. South Bend Cubs fall to the Dayton Dragons 3-1. Connor Nolan, Cubs starter, though, was fantastic. Five scoreless innings, no walks, and six Ks. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to Save Lives.org is their website. Nathaniel Finch rejoins us from WICR, the University of Indianapolis radio station. U Indy in the Super Regionals, four to three winners, one game away from the World Series. All right, Nathaniel, tell me how they do this today. Well, they got in the hole early. You know, the first inning they allowed a run, so they're down in a one hole and then all of a sudden you know a two-run bomb gives them the lead and they just never look back from there a couple more runs in the eighth inning for some insurance and they held on to win it it was fantastic pitching from brandon dewitt nine innings so he played the whole game 143 pitches he only allowed three runs 10 strikeouts it it was a master class on the mound from him yikes so who gets the two-run shot that gets him going well it's only his fourth home run of the season so it was kind of uh it was kind of surprising. It was Nick Lukak who had a nice one, the two RBI home run there, the short portion right field. Outstanding. Tell me more about this pitcher. What's his, what's his name again? Brandon DeWitt. So he's one of their two-way players. You know, everyone's oh. heard of Brady Ware who pitches nits for him. But, I mean, DeWitt's right. been doing this for a couple years now for the Greyhounds. He's one of their best hitters, and, you know, he's probably their ace on the mound and today he was outstanding in both regards but I mean especially pitching he kind of looked sluggish early obviously allowed that run and then just went on a tear those middle innings I mean I think he struck out seven of nine it it was impressive Mm. Mm. that's all impressive oh my goodness all right so who do they play next for the chance to go to the World Series so they're still in Quincy under this new super regional format you know the winner of the two brackets of regionals play here to best of three. They obviously won the first game. Tomorrow they'll play one, and if necessary, they'll play a game three. The winner goes on to North Carolina next week. So playing Quincy at Quincy, is that it? Is that mm-hmm. is that what you're exactly. telling me? Right. Yep. And it's Quincy obviously good because they're good enough to host the darn thing. So who's on the hill tomorrow for the Hounds? It should be Seth Spencer, who's, you know, Probably as talented as DeWitt. We'll see how he pitches. He's been real good for him this year, so wouldn't be surprised if we saw another pretty good pitching outing. Uh, UND, four to three winners over Quincy, super regional. Play him again tomorrow, chance to go to the Division II World Series. Nathaniel Finch, thanks for the – I miss you, by the way. And thanks for the call, all right? 
We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thank you so much for fitting me in. I appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Baseball's the topic. Steve Crawl joins me, IndianaRBI.com, the man. Steve, thanks for the call. You absolutely must be in heaven right now because it's sectional time in baseball and in softball. This is a fantastic time of year, is it not? Absolutely. I've covered softball. I covered a championship game tonight at Penn, Penn beat Elkhart. Um, so I've seen some softball. I've seen some baseball this week. More, more baseball tomorrow and, and Monday. So, uh, any real surprises uh, early on in the sectional that you that you that caught your interest uh, when you saw scores? Well, Forest Park was number one in two A, and Perry Central beat them three one yesterday. So, Forest get Park my attention. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's the Forest Park sectional, and North Posey and Perry Central. Or in the championship on Monday. That's in two ways. Yeah, you and I, yeah, we, we talked to you a couple of weeks ago. You, you did like Forest Park. I mean, they, they ranked, you know, as high, ranked very oh, highly. Yeah, they, been, were, they were number yeah. one, I think, in the yeah. recent poll, and they've been right around there. So, yes. But mm-hmm. uh, Perry mm-hmm. Central had something to say about that. Absolutely. Uh, anybody, any other game? Any others um, surprise you in terms of? Well, wins yeah, a little bit. I mean, I mean, DeKalb and, and Carroll both have 20 wins. DeKalb beat Carroll of Fort Wayne one to nothing tonight. Ooh, ooh. So that makes it that makes a Snyder DeKalb uh, championship game on Monday at the Carroll sectional. That's that's four A. So that's a that's uh, a mild a mild upset. DeKalb <laughs> DeKalb is very good, but uh, Carroll right. is. In recent years, has been very good. I saw Carroll play early in the season, so yeah. See, all this just Steve. This all just takes me back to the day. I mean, I was fortunate to play on two sectional baseball championship teams. I love baseball; is my favorite sport. Always has been. Always will be. Um, I, you know, career-wise, I've had a, some success in basketball, but uh, I mean, I love this time of year. And I'm telling you what, you go out there and beat a team one nothing in the sectional. I mean, that that is that is an accomplishment because we've, as you've pointed out, we have some really, really, really good teams. All right, so um, uh, how about games tomorrow? We have some matchups. I know you're uh, you can't see them all, but I know you're going to catch some games tomorrow. Are you not? Right, I'll, I will be at Northwood covering the the semifinals there, especially uh, Fairfield and Northwood. I'll be working for the Goshen News, and, you know, that's that's a, a matchup there for the, go to the championship game on Monday. Right. Uh, but but looking at 4A, uh, the semifinals at 4A, and we talked last week and in previous weeks about how tough that field is. Carmel, Noblesville, and HSC Westfield will be in the semifinals there tomorrow. Um, at Munster, it's Lake Central – Munster and Holbert Hammond Central tomorrow, and also in um, in 4A, uh, Greenwood Martinsville. Martinsville knocked off Mooresville uh, two to nothing this week, and then Bloomington South and Center Grove, and they're in the semifinals Monday. That's one of those deals where they're going to play three games. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, they play semifinals early in the day and then championships. So these different places do different ways. Indianapolis North Central Cathedral is going to get the winner of North Central Lawrence North. And that game is maybe just finishing up right now. That was like an 8 o'clock start. It was supposed to be this evening. That's Monday. Um, the Evansville Wright sectional is uh, Castle Harrison and North North Evansville Northern Evansville Central were playing tonight, but that's there's a time difference, so I don't mm-hmm. I haven't heard right the final there. <laughs> if we're going to go to three A at Griffith, that's Hanover Central and Andrean, and then River Forest Boone Grove in the semifinals on Saturday uh, at Chittard Hamilton Heights Shirtridge play and then Bishop Chittard and Garen Catholic in the second semifinal Saturday. Uh, Northwestern, the championship is set there, and that'll be Western Frankfurt on Monday. I happen to go to a tournament at Western. I saw those two teams play. So so Frankfurt's pretty decent. Western's really good. Uh, also in 3A, you got Southridge, Jasper, and Vincennes Lincoln versus Pike Central. And that's in the semifinals on Monday with the championship to follow. Owen Valley Championship. Uh, Monday is going to be West Vigo and Indian Creek. Uh, the John Glenn Sectional, which is at Newton Park in Lakeville. That's New Prairie Glen in the championship on Monday. Uh, we talked about 2A a little bit with uh, with North Posey, Perry Central being in the championship Monday uh, with Forest Park losing to Perry Central on Thursday. Providence, the semifinals Saturday is Paoli Clarksville and Crawford County Providence. Uh, the semifinals at Park Tudor, Irving and Prep Heritage Christian and Cecina Park Tudor uh, at LaPelle. The championship is set. LaPelle Winchester in the championship game Monday at Mitchell. It's Lytton Stockton Mitchell and Eastern Green Sullivan in the semifinals Monday. Uh, the set, and tomorrow uh, at Wabash, it'll be Bremen and Laville and Rochester versus Manchester for the right to play in the championship on Monday. 1A, North Davies, the uh, semifinals and championship are Monday. Orleans plays Ligoti and Barry plays North Davies in the semis. White River Valley, it's Bloomfield mm-hmm. Clay City. Right, and then North Central Shackamack, the semifinals are Monday early, and then the championship at night. Lake Central Catholic or Lake hey, Steve, Central. yeah. Hey, Steve, can you hang on? Hey, Steve, can you hang on through this break? We'll come back on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. As we go along the rest of the night, we are going to pinpoint a couple of specific Indianapolis 500 drivers and their stories to the 2023 Indy 500. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update. Here on Indiana Sports Talk, of course, Alex Polo on the pole, the fastest pole sitter in Indy 500 history. Things started well for him last year, qualifying in that top five. Still had a top ten finish, did not win the race. And, of course, two years ago for Polo was outdueled by Elio Castroneves for Elio's 
Fourth career Indy 500 win. How about Renus VK? All three of his Indy 500 starts have come in a top five, but he has never finished 500 laps. He's never finished the race. That's the big key for Sunday. Felix Rosenquist, maybe the forgotten car from Errol McLaren, but he is the fastest car from Errol McLaren, technically, qualifying third. Santino Ferrucci, four career Indianapolis 500 starts, four career Indianapolis 500 top 10 finishes. He'll start fourth. Pato Award was beaten last year by Marcus Erickson. Award also from Errol McLaren. He might be the fastest from that paddock area for McLaren. And Scott Dixon rounding out that fast six. The pit stop challenge winner from today on Carb Day and looking to cement his legacy. He can become a two-time Indianapolis 500 champion. Of course, a six-time series winner of the NTT IndyCar Series. We mentioned this earlier. The Arizona Cardinals today were released. Star wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. He's still only 30 years old. Teams interested per ESPN, the Buffalo Bills, the Baltimore Ravens, and the New England Patriots. Will the Colts jump in? We'll find out. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Steve Craw from IndianaRBI.com joins me. I cut you off there, Steve. I apologize. But you're talking about some great games coming up uh, this week. Uh, it's a, it, You know, it's a holiday weekend. That's why, again, I like it because there's so much so much going on. Uh, great weekend, some great matchups on Monday. Uh, and you you ran through a good list. What game? Uh, wh- where will you be uh, coming up this weekend and uh, early next weekend to see some of these championship games? Well, tomorrow, I, as I mentioned uh, before the break, I will be at Northwood tomorrow. It's three a. Uh, first game is Lakeland East Noble, and then I'll really be focusing on Northwood Fairfield in the second game, and then the championship game is is. Uh, Monday, and that's likely where I will be, but it's possible I'll be at uh, Northridge. Uh, kind of depends on where they need to need, need me to be, but I will probably be there. And then we'll we'll see after. Then the then the regionals are the next Saturday, and and so on and so forth. So to this point in in the tournament, what's the biggest surprise in terms of who uh, is not advancing? Well, we talked before. Before the break, that Forest Park was number one in two A, right. and they lost right. to Perry Central. Carroll was ranked high, and they uh, mild upset maybe the DeKalb beat them at the Carroll sectional. Um, Mooresville uh, lost to Martinsville in a close game on their own field earlier this week. So those are a little bit of a surprise. Well, you heard my discussion about the UND's baseball team uh, one game away from the uh, Division II World Series. Did that surprise you, that they've had that kind of success? Uh, not really, although they had – I mean, they had some winning streaks and they had some bumps in the road along the way. But, I mean, uh, they, they got, hot at, got hot at the right time. Uh, and and you know they just they don't panic. They're they're. Um, I've heard somebody um, describe them as scrappy, and I think that's pretty good. You know they 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 fi- scratch and claw. They get down four runs early in the game. That doesn't that doesn't bother them. They can, they find a way to come back. So uh, that it's impressive if they can win that at Quincy because Quincy is very good playing on their own field and all that. So 
Uh, but they're they're in what you say the catbird seat because they've already won one game. Right. So Quincy has to win two tomorrow. Quincy has to win uh, one. It's uh, yeah, they, they're in good shape. So the NAI once right again we had yeah, great yeah. representation, didn't we? Oh, absolutely. We, we got uh, uh, you know UND's one win from going to the. Uh, the D2 World Series, and even if, even if they don't, they had a great season uh, in the NAI. Uh, Taylor won its first World Series game since 1969, because that's the other time they were at the World Series. They won earlier today in Idaho. I believe that Indiana Wesleyan is playing right now. Um, so they're, they're both there, um, and it's the first time for Iowa. Um, and then we got the D1, uh, you know, things going on. I heard your update about how Indiana right, State right. is doing. Ball State is in the championship. Um, the Big Ten, uh, Indiana got knocked out. Um, but we, we got we got some teams doing some things. He's Steve Croft from IndianaRBI.com. Steve, as always, thank you so much. Enjoy the weekend. You too, Coach. Thank you. Thanks so much. A lot of baseball, a lot of great baseball going on. If you get a chance, get out, support that baseball team of yours in your community. <coughs> also, you, there's those small college teams in your community. Get out and support them. Short break. We'll come back, talk some uh, racing on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, Kitali, and Brendan King with me tonight as we wrap up season number 29 tomorrow night, always in conjunction with the Indianapolis 500. Brendan King, 29 years. I'm still trying hard to understand if that's possible. You beat me, Coach. You you beat me with the start of Indiana yeah. Sports Talk just by a couple months. When were you, what, what was your what's your birthday? When were you born in ninety four? November twenty seventh, Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, we, yeah, we sneaked in in August. Yeah, yeah so third not, Friday, not too far. Third Friday of August. Kylan's huh? looking at no. me like I'm old or something because Kylan's the young one of the bunch. <laughs> that yeah. Well, you know, compared to the host, you you yeah. <laughs> You, you guys do know that my grandson is 24, just just so you know. And so um, we started this, and um, quite frankly, it, it, no one had done this before. Uh, this meaning uh, a, a syndicated sports talk show. Um, there wasn't one. Uh, ESPN Radio got started about a couple months, three months before we did. Um, but they weren't doing game night. So, um, and the concept was Scott Eaker's idea. Um, he based it on um, a, a station in Anderson that was doing a, a post-game calling show from uh, that part of the state and encouraging coaches and media people to call in uh, after the games. And he had this idea that w- what if we w- what if we did that? So, you know, Network Indiana, it, it, what – the the easiest part of it was none of it was easy but the easiest part of it was there's already a network in place it's called network indiana and um network indiana is a statewide uh, news organization radio organization 
Uh, and the idea was, hey, on Friday nights in the fall and Friday and Saturday during the uh, winter, these radio stations in relatively small towns and small towns around the state are, are spending a lot of time and a lot of effort um, with high school sports. And it's really, really important to them, to their, their revenue and to their community. And so the idea was, let's provide some more commercial inventory for them by creating programming that comes in after their games and, and takes them until midnight. And I'm a former basketball coach, right? I'm a college basketball coach. And what do I know? Sounds like a good idea to me. And so we got eight radio stations, Brand, uh, Brendan, eight stations to say yes with no demo tape and only the assurances of Scott Eaker that it would be good. Seriously. And after that first night, six of the eight called on Monday and said, I uh, thought you told us this was going to be good. And if it doesn't get better, we're going to drop it. That was the pressure we were under. How about that? That's quite a bit. But, hey, you think those same six, you know, there's probably still people around 29 (laughs) years later. Quite frankly, there are about uh, six of the eight that started with us are still with us. Well, that's good. that's one of the things I'm most proud of. That means they figure Uh, themselves out. We all figured it out. Brendan King coming up, top of the hour scoreboard update. He is the man. Stay with us. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.